Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome to our podcast, Unknown. Where we break down untold and untrue Black history facts. I am your host, Erica. And I'm your co-host, Darnell. Let's get, 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 get it started. Erica, what is up? How you doing? This is episode, where are we at? This is what, four. Yes. We have four already. Time is mm, look at us. flying by. Old, you know what I mean? I know. We've aged in this yes. process. <laughs> well, not in our face. Black, black don't crack. So Black don't still, crack. We but... still look young as hell. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've, we've aged. Yeah. But you guys will never know how never, young never. we look. <laughs> never. So I figured today was going to be a little bit different, Erica. You know, we've been friends for a long time. Since episode one. <laughs> yes. And I, I think it's time that I finally told the truth about me and my family's history. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, uh, it was, yeah okay. It, it was going to come out at some point. So, mm-hmm. you know, I figured it's nothing crazy. You know, I don't want you to get, you know, crazy about it, but it's, we can get into the facts and the specifics later. So I figured. Okay. Okay. So this is yeah. about to be a deep dive in into who Darnell is and his family history. That's what you're telling. You're such a well, well, I'm yes interested. and no. Yes and no. Okay. I figure so today's episode, you know, our whole series is unknown. We're trying to tell people, mm-hmm. you know, unknown black history facts. So I wanted to pick something that I thought would be important to both of us. So today we're going to talk about something that everybody can relate to that, you know, I think I've done, maybe you've done, all of us have done. Mm-hmm. And that some of us continue to do to this day. Today's episode, we're going to talk about the first nigga to stand in line for some J's. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. This is my favorite. When I when I was thinking about like this podcast, this is like one of the number one things. I was like, we got to talk about this story because I know there was a nigga that was number one who's kicked off this phenomenon of just standing in line for J's. And for the people who don't know what J's are, we are talking about Jordans, Air Jordans, Michael Jordan. There you go. You got to. I mean, we had to get into it. I mean, all of us were watching, you know, that great miniseries that ESPN did, mm-hmm. The Last Dance, you know, and I figured what better time than to talk about some J's than our episode, you know? Yeah. And everybody knows about it. Even in popular culture, people know about J's. Yeah. To that point, let me play a clip from the great prophet Aaron McGruger's show, The Boondocks. Sneakers are like $150 landlines. Step on one and boom, a perfectly rational black man can explode. <laughs> it's facts. It's facts. <laughs> I love, wait, can I just pause and say I love that you came with the clip? You damn right. It. You damn right. Like, I'm um, like, yes. to keep it real, I just, I just found out, but because I have AT&T internet, I got HBO Max for free. I went Ooh. scrolling on HBO Max and what do I find? The got damn entire series of the boondocks whoa wait it's on hbo max it's on hbo max the whole thing wait is the tyler perry and the bet episode on there because you know they everything oh shit well 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 let me say this i've only watched up to episode i just finished watching a pimp named slipback episode so yeah so good so good so it's it's a good show so which is why i felt like today it's important for us to learn about the first nigga to stand in line for a pair of jeans 
And that guy is none other than DJ Spiller. Oh, I think I heard of DJ Spiller. He's, he's, a, he's an is. interesting dude. Yeah, he's an interesting dude. Now, mm-hmm. he's this, this is a complex story that I, I've never told anyone, okay. ever. Mm-hmm. But I figured, you know, there was no better platform to share this important piece of black history with the world. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Atlanta, Georgia. It's the summer of 1986. Todd is balls. Wait, Atlanta? He, did I say Atlanta? Augusta. I mean, Augusta. They all the same. All A cities in Georgia. They all the same thing. Ooh, don't do that because, you know, that's um, Darnell's views do not reflect my views. I know there's a difference between Atlanta and Augusta. I, I see you, ATL. <laughs> I'm a Northeast nigga. My bad, Southern people. I'm a Northeast nigga. Or, right. <laughs> or, or am I? We'll find out. <laughs> Augusta, Georgia. Augusta, Georgia. The summer of 1986. It's hot as balls. DJ, our hero, he had just came home from the Coast Guard and, you know, he was still looking for work. His wife, Gail, they just had their first child and money was definitely dropping out of the pocket pretty quick. Every bit of cash that they had, it, it had to go to the baby because you know how it is. When you got a kid, the kid comes first. Mm-hmm. Always. That's you know, good parenting. Yeah. You know what else happened in 1986, Erica? Um, 1986. I think my brother was born. I don't know. Good year. Good year. No, he wasn't. I'm lying. I don't even know. You don't have to tell him. Sorry, the I just air- wanted to like answer the question, like, but yeah. I I don't know because I wasn't born. So that's the, that's when the, the history begins, right? 1989. That's when all time begins. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, I uh did Michael Jordan enter the NBA in 1986? I feel like did I learn that on the last dance? He didn't enter the league in 1986, but something almost as monumental happened in 1986. Tell me. Okay, I'm not going to keep guessing anymore. Tell me. The Air Jordan 2s were released. Oh, His shit. His second pair of sneakers made in mm. Italy with faux lizard skin, sleek lines, no swoosh. The shoe was an elegant design that added sophistication to Michael Jordan's soaring style. So when he was doing them dunks and everything like that, this was the first year that we saw leopard skin glide through the air on them Jordans. That's when it started. It was also the year that the NBA had its only second ever. It was the second ever 3,000-point season because of Jordan. It was a big year. It was a really, really big year. Damn, 3,000. 3,000 points. That's a ton. Yeah. And that was only his second year wearing them shoes. So, so it was the shoes, right? So the shoes I mean, got him the points. I'm just saying. First year, not 3,000. 1986, 3,000. I mean, come on. It's the shoes. Mm-hmm. I mean. What, what more can I say? You mm-hmm. know? It's got to be the shoes. Isn't that the Spike Lee? It's got to be the shoes. It's the shoes. It's, the shoes. Gotta be. it's gotta be the shoes. Okay. <laughs> oh, Spike. We love you, baby. Oh. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out to Five Bloods. I mean, that's so random, but Five Bloods. <laughs> that movie. Oh, yo, now we're promoting Netflix. Movie. Yeah, I'm sorry. That movie was hot as hell. But anyway, <laughs> DJ was a huge Jordan fan. And he couldn't buy the first pair of Air Jordans because he was still in the Coast Guard when it came out. Wait, now sorry. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? When you said DJ Spiller, I mm-hmm. I'm thinking like... DJ Khaled, DJ Paul Wall, DJ Close, Chama. close. I close. didn't even think that his name is just DJ Spiller. He's so not like an I'm, actual DJ. <laughs> I'm no, just thinking. 
No, it's really ironic because there is a like I think he's Swedish. There is a DJ, a dish jockey whose name is Spiller, mm. but that's like a white dude. This guy that we're talking about here that stood in line for the Jays, his name is DJ, but we'll get into why his name is DJ. Oh, okay. There's DJ, more. Okay. DJ stands. Yeah, DJ stands. Mm, but I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're picking at it. I'm glad you're picking. Thing clicking. Yeah. It's clicking it's, in it's, my mind. Yeah, it's clicking him. So, like I said, you know, he couldn't get his first pair of Air Jordans because he was in the Coast Guard at the time. But now that he's home, he finally has a chance. But of course, like most niggas, <laughs> he had to go and shoot up a chick's club and fuck his pocket up. And now he's got this kid. Why is this a common thread in these stories that you're telling? Shoot, shooting women's clubs up? I mean... Yes. Is this what you do? Okay, I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> I, I personally haven't shot up any women's clubs up, you know? And if I did, I wouldn't say publicly, mm. you know? Okay. Maybe this is just a part of our black history that I just never knew about. I didn't know it was so common. But maybe that's why we have a lot of babies running around. Oh, that I mean, look, so we're here. Never mind. We're here, right? We're here. Yes. It happens, you know, mm-hmm. but you know, so pocket dwindling got this new kid. You know, he wanted to get these sneakers, and it's just he can't really do it right now because of the baby. You know, DJ and Gail they're already living at DJ's father's house, desperately trying to save up enough cash to get their own place. So, paying a hundred dollars for a pair of Jordans, which back then that was the original price a hundred dollars. Whoa, really? Yeah, actual Fucking... price from the Jordan site, you know. What? Yeah. And that was like the equivalent. That's probably like what probably niggas pay now on fucking yeah. resale for yeah. shoes. Yeah, think about it. Like, I How don't know crazy. what 100 is, like inflation, but let's just say $100 for a black nigga was a ton back then. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's 500 now. Yeah, it's a ton. And that's that's like a... retail price. Right, exactly. No no, no coupons, no discounts. Mm-mm. No EBT. Straight out of pocket. None of that. Mm-hmm. None of that. Mm-mm. So paying $100 mm-hmm. for some J's. While you have a kid and you're living at home with your dad, uh-uh, out of the question. <laughs> but that's, you know, that's what niggas do now. I love this story, though. Okay, Yo, this is the history. I see why. History. <laughs> it's important, right? It's important. Mm. But again, these are Jays we're talking about. Yeah, you're right. He's not going to let something like a baby keep him from getting some Jays. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Hunger. Happen. Fuck hey, hunger. Fuck hunger. I need <laughs> them J's. Fuck my lights. I need them right. J's. Nah, it's not happening. No, so, we got we get sunlight eight hours a day. What right? y'all paying for lights for? Don't right? think about got, it. I got water and bread. I'm good. I'm good. Good. Okay. Good. So DJ calls his best friend over, Larry, to devise a plan. You know? There was no way that he was going to let his newborn child stop him from getting his hands on a fresh pair of J's. <laughs> so... They went around town looking for work the entire weekend. But, you know, it's Georgia. It's the 80s. Hashtag racism. It was hard to find work back then. You know? If he was if he was in Texas in the 70s, he could have been a bartender like you Samuel probably Winston. right. Shout Sam. out Samuel. Sorry Episode Samuel. two. What, what? <laughs> Check it out, y'all, if y'all don't know who we're talking about. But like I said, it was, it was rough. And, and honestly, he was running out of time. You know, the Jays were about to be released, and he knew if he didn't get money soon, he'd miss out. So the, the, the property that he stayed on with Gail, his kid, and his dad, it had a huge-ass yard, like 40 acres and a mule, huge. And he knew that his dad spent, like, hours cutting that grass sometimes. So he did the one thing that he knew black things would do. He went to his dad and said, look, man, I'll, I'll cut the yard for you for some money, of course. <laughs> and DJ's dad was like, 
Nigga, what? Nigga, who? I let you stay here for free as it is. And you want me to pay? You want me to pay you to cut the yard? Nigga, Mm -hmm. you should be volunteering to cut this yard. Mm, It's your duty. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, look, DJ had just came home from the Coast Guard. He was serving his country, you know? He did his duty. And DJ's father knew how hard his son had been working since he got home. And he felt sorry for him. So he Is agreed that, to pay. I feel like that's the first black father to feel sorry for their son. I think, yo, that's, ooh, did mm. you just come up with episode yes. five off the break? Nah, we first, just give it, no, we're, this is just like a double history lesson right here. I love it. That's I love it. Because I, I ain't never that. seen another more sympathetic father. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying, you know what I mean? He's really, he's really trying. You know, you got to give it to DJ's dad. I love it. Mm. He felt sorry for him and he's like, look. I'm going to give you a chance. I'm going to pay you to cut the yard. Just make sure it's done by the time I get home from work tomorrow. Now, it's important for me to note before we move on anywhere else. DJ is allergic to grass, particularly <laughs> cut grass. Now, I say that because that I want you to know how important these sneakers are to DJ. This nigga was literally ready to put his life on the line. For Jays. The obstacles. Yeah. The ops. And it's interesting because sometimes we create our own obstacles. We do. Just to get what we want, but. We really don't. Okay. He couldn't have painted a house, though. I mean, look, he he saw an opportunity right before his eyes. You know what I mean? Uh, like, he, he walks through a forest to get home every day, and he's like, you know what? Let me help my dad out. <laughs> let me help my dad out and cut this shit. And let me get, it's like a win-win. I get the Jordans, my dad gets a yard cut. What forest is this? Why are you walking through a forest to get home? Is this a shortcut? No, no, that's that's the land that they have. If they mm. need to cut that grass. You know, if you live on oh, acres that's and acres of big. land, oh. it's big. Yeah, we're not, this is Augusta, Georgia. Oh, you talking this 40 country. acres and a mule. Like literally 40 acres and a mule. Not just the okay. production company, shout out to Spike, you know. Damn, but, somebody wants you know, a job. I mean, <laughs> Someone, whoa, Darnell, you're using this podcast for a little more than just telling stories. I don't, I don't know what you mean. Did you know how black people, they always go soprano note when they're really faking shit. I don't know what you mean. What are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean a wise guy? <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, like I said, so okay. DJ's father's like, look, I'm going to give you the cash. Make sure you cut the grass before I get home. So. DJ and Larry, they go out again looking for jobs, spend the whole day, sun up, sun down. Like I said, it's Augusta, middle of the summer, hot as balls, but they come up short again. Took him all day to get back home, and he was tired. He had to take care of the baby, you know, because he had to give Gail a rest. She's been home doing her thing and taking care of the baby. He's not a horrible father. Just because mm-hmm. he wants Jay's doesn't make him a bad dad. So, you know, he took the baby, let Gail, you know, get a rest fed the kid, you know, did all that father bullshit that, you know, good fathers do. And then he passed out, completely forgetting to cut the grass. No. Yeah. Yeah. He was tired. His dad gets home, notices the forest is still not cut, and he's pissed. Like, really, really pissed. (laughs) He gets in. He gets in, and he finds his son passed out on a couch. And at this point... You know how black fathers are. You would think he's about to take his belt out and whoop the shit yes. out of his son. He better. He didn't cut but, the forest. But instead of doing that, his dad just took a pillow, put it underneath his head, 
cut the light out, and he went upstairs. What kind of psychopathic shit is that? I mean, are we what? calling it because he's a supportive father? He saw yes! his son. He yes. saw his son sleep. Uh-uh. No, he just gave his son a job and then he let that nigga sleep on the job. No, this is this feels like a horror movie. Are we we're not talking about horror right now. This sounds I'm terrified. You say horror and I say he's being a supportive dad. I just you don't you don't see it often. Okay. Oh, here we go. Or or is I don't know where the story's going. This is a lot of emotions. You know, so so then, you know, he went upstairs and you know, fast forward it's 3 a.m. DJ still passed out on the couch snoring. Nigga sounds like a fucking jet engine is revving up really, really loud. <laughs> and he's just he's just laying there. And then, out of nowhere, a wave of stingingly cold water just soaks him. And he jumps up. <laughs> and before he can get his bearings, he's dragged outside by his collar and thrown on the porch. Mm. And it's his dad. Mm. And his dad drops a pair of shears in front of him and says, I want this yard cut by the time I get home. And you better not use the lawnmower. Because if you do, I'm going to whoop your ass from here to the city limits and back. <laughs> and his dad gets in the car and leaves. <sighs> so you got to think at, about At 3 a.m.? Wait, where's his dad at going at 3 a.m.? <laughs> what is Yo. he going? His second Yo. family. You know, I mean, always got do we though? <laughs> <laughs> but you got to think about this. Like, this oh. is the ultimate, ultimate fuck up. Because it's like, mm-hmm. not only did DJ miss out on making money, because his dad sure enough ain't paying him to cut the yard now. Mm-hmm. He's got to spend the entire day cutting grass mm-hmm. that he's dangerously allergic to with his bare hands. Oh right. Okay, yeah. And like how far are we from release date? I mean, it's like the next day. Oh shit. Okay. So yeah, the clock like, is twenty four hours and it's ticking now. Yeah. I mean and, and, and it's not even twenty it's it's done. Like he's gonna cut acres and acres of grass with shears. There's no way he's gonna have enough time to yeah, get that done. No. He's gonna, gonna just break out into hives like halfway and just be dead. Yeah. On the lawn. I mean, you want to okay. talk about low point? That's 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 pretty low. Mm-hmm. The sneakers were going to get released the next day, and not only did DJ not have enough money, but he was going he wasn't even going to have an opportunity to get out there to make some extra money mm-hmm. because he had to spend the whole day cutting that yard. So and it's, he was going to die. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. done. And and this and I want you to understand, like when I say allergic, like when he is around cut grass, his face like bubbles up like itch, looks like a ran over pancake or something. Oh, like, like Will really, Smith from that yeah. movie. It's yeah. really, really bad. So it's it's done. It's really, really done at that point. And it was like, I guess this is going to be the second year that he's going to miss out on getting his sneakers. He finished the lawn. Mm-hmm. It took him literally all day from 3 a.m. to like 7, 8 o'clock at night. I mean, this dude yeah. was like soaked in sweat. I would have just allergic. ran away. I mean, he had a I would kid. Just, he's not a bad father. Yeah, but at this point, it's just like. He could just start over. He seems, I mean, he sounds like a handsome man, so. He is. He's a really good looking <laughs> dude. He's a really good looking dude. But, you know, it just, it kind of didn't work out for him. And eventually, you know, like I said, he finished and he sat down and he was just depressed. You know, he cut the light out and he just sat in the dark in the living room because he knew it was over. Like this, it was it. Mm. Then the phone rang. And it was his best friend. <laughs> 
Larry. Mm. Larry had good news. Except that good news was just about him, though. He told DJ that he got a job. He's going to be employed. And oh, I mean, that's a good thing. Yay. That's a good thing, right? Go, but Larry. you know how it is, right? You, but this is the thing. You know how it is. Like, you know when, like, something shitty happens to you and then your friend calls you and has some good news. Like, you try to be happy for him, but inside you can't stop thinking, like, I just broke up with somebody. Do I really want to talk about you? You know what I mean? Like, getting some good news at work. Like, I don't know. You got to pretend to be upset. You know, it's hard. It's hard to be happy for your friend. What? When you've just been cutting a yard all day. It's hard. That's okay. He's He needs to go to therapy, but it shouldn't be hard to be happy for your friends, even if you're at a low point. Yeah. But okay. yeah. maybe you, that's you, just you, me. You, you try cutting a yard all day with shears. See how you're going to feel when somebody calls with good news. A win's you know? a win. I mean, A win's you know, a win. If something right. good's happening to you, then hey. You're right. You're in proximity. You're right. But okay, yes. Cutting the grass. He probably looks like bacon right now. Like sizzling. Definitely. Like turkey bacon. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ew. Well, you don't like turkey bacon? Turkey bacon is good. It's no, I used to eat turkey bacon, but the it does look disgusting. <laughs> it's just like, oh, it's, damn. I'm talking about the look. We're talking about how he uh, looks. He looked like bacon. You talk about turkey bacon. <laughs> I at least gave him pork. Pork looked good. Yeah. Glistening. You're so black. All that you grease. <laughs> it'd be, you know, it'd be glistening and stuff. And then it. Yo, you are so bl- you really like describing it now, like you uncle Uncle Ruckus over there. Yo, I I stopped eating meat back in November, so sometimes I just fantasize about bacon. Oh, for, <laughs> wait, you're a vegetarian for real? Pescatarian, yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. All right. It's been great. I'm about, to tell you, I'm about to tell you about this fish spot in Pasadena. We'll check it out. Oh yes, yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. We we black y'all. Sorry. Um. So yeah. So like I said, Larry called, said he had good news, and that he just got a job. And and DJ was trying his best to feign support and to be happy for him, you Mm -hmm. know. But like I said, he had just gone through a really traumatic situation, and and but that's when Larry said the words that DJ never expected. He got a job at the local shoe store. Oh, curveball. 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 Yo, that's the hookup. That's Yo. Yeah, and damn. we're selling the J's there. And all and this is what Larry said. Just stand in line tomorrow and I'm gonna sneak you out a pair. <laughs> that's friendship. Oh, yes. Yes. Larry got a job as a janitor. Just so he could get his friend, and not just get, steal his friend a pair of Jordans. Oh, he was the janitor at the- He's a janitor. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Wait, I thought- <laughs> Right. Shout oh, out I, for, I forgot. I was yeah. like, I thought he was a cashier, but okay. Oh, no, 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 no. Shout, shout out racism. You know that's still like, work. That's still work. Yeah. We can still do that. Look, he all he needed to do is to get close to where the J's are so he that's can steal a pair for his friend. That's it. That's all he proxi- wanted to do. Proximity. That's it. That's it, you know? And I feel like, you know, at this point, as you know, because it's a, it's a good friendship story. You know what I mean? Let's let's stay on a high note. So mm-hmm. DJ's like, all right, my best friend came through for the win. So it's the next day. DJ heads to the sneaker store. But the line isn't just wrapped around the store. It stretches as far as the eye can see. Wait, how's he yeah. going to be the first if he can't get in? If he's number 1,000. But you forget. He don't even have to be first. His friend is going to steal a pair for him. He just has to get in line and look like he's getting a pair 
and then sneak in the back and then Larry can give him a pair of jeans. But he's got to at least stand in line. And think about it. When you go and get, you know, because I'm, I'm sure you've stood in line for J's, right, Erica? Like, you know, it's a communal thing. Um, you know the experience, right? You no, know. I'm sorry. <gasps> <laughs> I love your fake little gas. It's so cute. You've never <laughs> stood in line for J's? Yeah, I told you five minutes before the podcast started. <laughs> oh, this, sorry, y'all. This is, this is me pretending to be sure. <laughs> Yeah, no, I've never, I've never stood in line, um, because like where I'm from, like yo, it's the hood, so I was not about to go out there. And then I, by God's grace, I got a job at a shoe store at Foot Locker when I was like 16, so I was became the plug. So that's and dope. I stole that's from dope. the back. I really didn't steal, but you know, I took it with my discount. But I hey, it's held cool. you a TV held writer. sizes. You can do it. You can say it now. We can be truthful. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yep. Yeah. You, so you, you were stood Larry. in line. I I, yeah, I, I, I was Larry. Yes, I was Larry. Yeah, you were literally Larry. You I were, definitely yeah. I definitely stood in line. And and what I can say, what I remember, it's such a communal thing because you start meeting people that you would never meet before. You start having mm-hmm. conversations with each other. Mm-hmm. It becomes a real like bonding experience, especially when it's a bunch of black people. You know How long I mean? are y'all so out there? I mean, it's an all day thing. You know what Ooh, I mean? Okay. Like. Yeah, Pick it was out. an all day thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. like actually, not no lie. They would bring beach chairs and all that, play music. Yeah. It's a real thing. The, the the traumatic experience that I had with my Jays though, because like I, you know, spent my first time working to get the money to get the Jays, mm-hmm. and I got them. And right when I was going to go to school the next day, of course, it starts raining. Ooh. So, but I wasn't Ooh. about to not wear my Jays. So I know everybody out there that has Jays can appreciate this. I tied plastic bags around my <laughs> shoes. <laughs> And clear to school. Clear plastic bags, right? So you could still see what shoe kind of you shoes you're right. wearing. You damn right. You still see I the shoes, see them Jones. Yeah. but they don't get wet. Nah, of course. Smart. So you walking like <laughs> all yo, the way down to my school. Yo, those are the investment. You got to protect your investment, you but also to. maybe not wear them on rainy days. But I guess it's the day after. I mean, but that was a thing. Like you strategic. Like what if you like got the Jays that Saturday and then it rained that Monday? Do you are you that pressed and wear them or do you wait for a dry day? Because I would just wait. You got to be the first person in school on Monday. First. That's the thing. Be. Remember that feeling though? Like when you got them and you knew you was going to come to school on Monday. Yeah. And it's just like, and everybody's checking like, who got the J's? Who got yeah. the J's? And you're like, yeah, I got them. Damn right. You, you felt like the, the hallway. shit. Yes. It's, it's, when you have J's, it's the slowest you'll ever walk in your life. Because <laughs> you want everybody to see them. Paul yeah. Wall riding slow type shit. You know what I mean? You you like, walk up and go sharpen your pencil. You walking right? up to the teacher's desk asking questions you don't even have. You don't even want the answers to. Right. That's, you walk. You go into the bathroom a lot. Walking by a cute guy's class or your friend's class so they can see you in the hallway. So you're like, hey, come going back. to the water fountain, knowing your ass don't drink water. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's real. It's real. Your whole demeanor changes when it comes to Jays. So that's that's the kind of psychology that we're talking about here. So when when La- you know when DJ got to the line, you know it, it was important for him to stand in line, not just because he was getting close to get the sneakers, but he wanted to have that experience of being mm-hmm. around people that were going to get the Jays, even though this nigga had no intention of paying for him because his friend was going to sneak him in the back. He still mm-hmm. wanted that same experience. So oh, you know, okay. all right. day he stood up there, sun up, sun down. And by the time he got to the, the top of the line, 
He snuck down the alley and went to meet Larry in the back. Mm. This was it. Yeah. DJ was finally going to lay his blistered feet on a pair <laughs> of Air Jordan 2s. Ooh. And it was all because of his best friend. Mm. And that, and that right there, if if this was any other week that we're doing a story, that would have been it. And he would have got the sneakers and I would have said, Erica, that's the first nigga to stand in line to get Jays. And that would have been it. Yeah. But that's not the end of the story. Oh, God. There's more. It's not. That, unfortunately, I'm excited. More. Okay. Okay. They ran out. Ran out of what? They didn't have any more Jays. What? What you Larry, mean? Larry couldn't get his hands on a pair of sneakers for DJ. Nigga, that's the whole reason out. I showed up. What do you mean? Know, you he didn't get a pair. What? He I, that's he couldn't get them. And you got to remember, there there are no cell phones back then, so he couldn't even call DJ while he was in line and be like, "Bro, I'm sorry, man." No. He, so no he sneakers. stood in line for nothing. The first person standing in line stood in line in vain. And he didn't get the Jays. It was. Tell me, there's more to the story. Like, I mean, of course, there's more to the story. Of course, there's more. So. But let's just sit in that moment for a second because it's depressing. This dude like stayed in line all day to get these J's. Yeah. All to get up there in line and didn't get it. Mm-hmm. And now he's got to go back out in the street and see all these happy people hugging and high-fiving and smiling and walking go, out with their J's. Go back to his baby. Ooh. Right. Jordanless. <laughs> Jordanless. His, his child would have looked at him screw-faced like, nigga, I hate you. Mm-hmm. What kind of father are you? It's depressing. He had to walk back home sweaty because it's still hot as balls. It's still Jordan looking is. like turkey bacon. Still. But look, <laughs> next day comes and look, he understands that Larry tried. He did the best that he could. You know, mm-hmm. you got to think about it this way. Larry got that job just so his friend to get him sneakers. You know how much it is for a black man to say, I'm going to be a janitor and probably have white people tell you to pick up this and sweep up that. He he took all of that shit just so his best friend could get him some J's. Like that's, that's a big move. Wait, did Larry not want the J's though? No, Larry only got, Larry only got the job just so DJ could get the sneakers. That sounds suspect. I mean, is it? I don't know. I sound like a good friend to me. It's a good friend. Okay. So DJ wanted to show how much he appreciate appreciated Larry's help. So he made him a bucket of chicken, and he's gonna walk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's 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 a staple in the black community. You've heard of it. It, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. So he 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 wanted to show Larry just how appreciative he was of him getting that job and trying to get him sneakers, even though he didn't. And, and let you know, DJ walked to the sneaker store to 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 find Larry, and and right when Larry was getting off. Mm-hmm. That's when DJ saw it. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. What is it? Tell me. The faux, la- the, the faux lizard skin, the sleek lines, the elegant design. Yes. Larry was rocking a pair of Air Jordan 2s. See? I was like, ain't no nigga gonna get a job at a shoe store as a janitor and, like you said, be harassed by white people not to get the fucking Jordans. Larry is a snake. He's a snake. He's more of a snake than those design, that lizard skin on those fucking Jordans. You know, it it was just, I agree with you. It's, it's, it was utterly depressing. DJ couldn't believe it. I mean, he dropped the chicken and that right there should (laughs) have let you know. 
that the black man lost it because ain't no black man dropping a basket of chicken on the ground on purpose. No, I don't even eat chicken no more, and I'm still not gonna drop it. Still not doing it. Mm -mm. But DJ was, you know, he was filled with rage, and his mind went blank. And without warning, he found himself walking up behind Larry near an alleyway. And whoa. Yo, this is about to be the first nigga to jump somebody over some J's too? Because you know that's a long history right there. I mean, nobody he knows. blacked out. What do you mean nobody knows? The police never found out. No Wait. one saw Larry again. <laughs> Yo, Larry went missing. Yo, Larry's this is gone. so scary. This is now not a true, just that. Cr- pro- true crime. Not just that. Weeks later, they found his clothes. At a nearby creek, pants, <laughs> shirt, socks, drawers, but no J's. Shoes? <laughs> I'm like, where are the shoes? Who took the did, did DJ take the shoes? Hey, nobody knows. What I can, I mean, the, the sneakers are gone, and all we know is that DJ was the last person to see him alive. Oh my God. Then a couple the- weeks later, I mean, it's it it, it it's on it's a okay. it's I'm sorry, mystery. Darnell. I this is I mean, it's I'm 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 just so I have so many questions, but this is great. That means I, it's a great story. I just have yeah. so many questions. I, I I'm glad you do because that's not the end of the story. Oh my god, I can't take. I think I need a water break. <laughs> you, I feel like you've said this three times already. That's not the end of the story. But the wait, there's more. Hold there, there's, on. There's Open just, this door. One little bit. There's just one little bit more. Okay. Because a, a couple months later, I'm just gonna shut up. No, it's cool. This is this is literally the, the the very last part that kind of brings it all all together. A couple of months later, DJ and Gail, they moved up north to a little town just outside of Philadelphia mm-hmm. called Chester. You've heard of that city before, right? Chester? Yes, you think, mentioned it I I was, quite often. I think I've told you. Yeah, I think I've told you about it. And yeah. to avoid the cops that were looking for him, DJ took his now wife's maiden name. Mm-hmm. Her maiden name is Brown. <laughs> Daniel Brown Jr. was the first <laughs> nigga to stand in line for some Jays. Darnell. Darnell Brown from Chester, PA. Are you saying this story is your daddy? I mean, you were the you were the child that he did. It I'm glad you asked because I think I think uh, we should find out. I think we should find out. Hang on, just hang on a second. Just hang on one second. Oh my god. Let's just let's just find out. Special guest. Got to got to do a special guest. This nigga better pick up too. Oh my god. He don't do nothing. It's Corona, so he better be on. I know. Hello. You. Yes, sir. All right. Just to be clear, I called you maybe about an hour ago. And what did I say? I just said that I'm going to ask you some questions. No <laughs> context. Just answer them, right? That was it? That was it. What's your full name? Daniel Lawrence with a W. Brown Jr. So it's it's... Not to say that anybody ever called you this, but since your name is Daniel Lawrence Brown Jr., it's theoretical people would call you, I don't know, DJ, right? People would call you DJ. It's, it's not out of the realm of possibility that your name could be DJ, right? Well, out of the realm of possibility. 
possibility somebody could call me Michael. But uh, to answer the question, I've never been called that. But you could have been called DJ, though, right? Son Daniel Jr. DJ. It's not. It's not a stretch, right? It's not a stretch. Okay. Cool. 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 Um, what's mom's maiden name before you before you guys got married? What's her last name? The same as what it is now, Brown. Ooh. All right. Last question. <laughs> Brown is an alias, right? Like our real name isn't Brown. What's our family name? Well, according to my father's father, uh, who allegedly... Ah, 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 don't snitch. Don't snitch. Don't snitch. Don't snitch. <laughs> don't snitch. Don't snitch. Don't snitch. Uh, just say the last name. What is our family's last name? It is, hold on, I got to think. Um, Spiller. Spiller. Daniel. At least that's what we believe. Daniel Lawrence Brown, but not Brown. Spiller. Mm. Spiller. Mm. All right, DJ. Thanks a lot, DJ. Appreciate it. Holla at you later. No, no, no. I'm not talking to the cops. Don't worry. All right? You're good. You're good. I'm not telling anybody about what really happened. Don't worry about it. I love you. All right, bye. So, yeah. Yo, dad I, is um, the coolest. That was amazing. I did not I did not know you. I can't believe you just did that. Yeah, it's, it's I want to, you know, I feel like, like I said, wow. we've known each other. We've known each other since episode one. And I felt like, you know, what better time to communicate my family's true murderous beginnings Guys, if you could see me now, my mind is literally blown. My brains are on the ground, falling off my shoulders. They're just everywhere. It's I'm this is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I love true. I love this story. No wonder you wanted to tell it so badly. Yeah. It's 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 important. You know what I mean? Like I Damn. The, the the first nigga to stand in line for Jays was also the first nigga to kill another nigga for some mm. Jays. And it just the- happened to be my dad. And also the first nigga to have a very loving, supportive father. Those before, <laughs> before before his father like treated him like shit. He was very nice to him. So you come I mean, from a very beautiful family, I will say. That's my granddad. You know, making mm-hmm. niggas cut yards with scissors and all that type of shit. That's what we do. So, oh my god, I love this. And your father is a murderer. <laughs> yeah, it's you know comedy we, we we all we all have humble beginnings that's know? why Don't he was like <laughs> who are you talking to yeah exactly <laughs> exactly Whoa. that was all and yeah. so y'all know that was real that was that was actually my dad wow my, my family's name actually is spiller we are from the south and brown is an alias and my mother's maiden name was brown before my dad ever married mm. her. all this facts. is this is this is history i love yeah. this i yeah. love i love this I hope you guys enjoyed the story of the first nigga to stand in line for some J's. Mm. That was it. Beautiful. Yeah. But also, you know, like we always like to say, we like to fill these, you know, episodes, not just with, you know, crazy stories that make us laugh, but like facts. And because this is a special episode and because Father's Day is coming up, I just wanted to take this opportunity. Even though this will air like... Past Father's Day. Past that, but they, they, they don't need to know that. Thank but, you. You know, for us, for us. <laughs> this is a shout out to all the fathers out there, particularly the black fathers, even the ones that have killed people like my dad. Happy <laughs> Father's Day. 
We love y'all. <laughs> Should we even Thank release you. this episode? If you, I mean, I'm scared look, for your father's life. The statute of limitations is over. My nigga's good. You know what I'm saying? My nigga's good. <laughs> Double jeopardy in his bitch. The, or uh, no jeopardy because he's never been charged. So you know. But yeah. <laughs> Happy Father's Day, Dad! I just made you admit to murder on national radio. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, I feel like we don't even need to do like a real fact because the whole story was like also like partly real. It was just beautiful. I love it. This was awesome. Good job, Darnell. I you I had me thoroughly pleased listening to this story. I hope all of you listening were thoroughly pleased as well. Yeah. And entertaining. So guys, don't 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 ever Try to take my J's because you know what my family does to people that got the J's. Bro, right? don't do Be it. Ready. Wait, don't before we before we wrap it up, I feel like I have mm-hmm. to ask. We have to answer the question. What are your favorite J's? What are your Whew, my favorite ones? Yeah. All, right, all time. All right. Like what are your go-to? Like if you had it in your closet right now, you would like pull it out. Mm, I love, I gotta say, I gotta go with the ones that I actually bought my first pair. Mm-hmm. And those were the Air Jordan 11s, oh. um, like patent leather with the sky blue dips. Those were the first J's yeah. I ever bought. Yeah. Those were incredible to me. So okay. what about you? Well, now we're talking like first J's we ever bought. Ooh, that, um, but those are my favorite. It just so happened that favorite. the first ones that yeah. I bought are my, are my favorite. Yeah. I, can't even rem- I can't even remember. Like I definitely got into the game like a lot later because mm-hmm. I feel like I was like bullied into it because high school went to all black schools. So I, was, like, I just had <laughs> to assimilate. <laughs> Yeah. We were. It's ugh, childhood trauma. Ugh. Um, I for me, I would definitely be like. I, I think they were called then the, the taxi twelves, but they were like. Oh yeah, the, yeah. That's still it. The taxi. Yeah, taxi twelves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. fucking those fresh. Love them. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful sneakers. Awesome. All right, guys. All right, guys. Appreciate you guys listening and like hit us up and let us know what your favorite J's are or if you murdered someone to get them. Just let us know. I would be so interested if anyone has done that. So you could like just DM or email us on social or something. I'll never tell. (laughs) Tell me all your stories. (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. All right. That's it. As always, thank you guys for listening. And don't forget to tip your waiter. And to subscribe and check us out next week (laughs) for a brand new episode. Oh, yeah. And be sure to follow us on social media. If you want to slide into our DMs, hire us, or, you know, just shoot the shit. You can find me at I am Erica Noel on Twitter and Instagram. And because I'm awkward, you can find me as The Words Within on IG. And that's Words with a Z. And then you can also find me on Just a Brother on Twitter. Because I'm Just a Brother. Mm, that's a lot, but okay. It, it is. <laughs> <laughs>